This is the Wellness Puzzle Podcast with Andrew Jobling, author, speaker, educator, entrepreneur, and AFL player. Join Andrew as he continues his lifelong journey as a student of human behavior. This podcast will help you live your passion, explore your potential, step into your power, and embrace your possibilities. Your possibilities. Possibilities. Hello, this is Andrew Jobling. Welcome to the Wellness Puzzle podcast for another week. And I'm about to talk to Alwyn Alternay. And wow, I'll tell you what, this lady has got energy to burn. She's incredibly passionate about what she does. And she's got many, many decades in the media, on TV, on radio, on print media. She now helps people with PR. She helps people spread good news. And the key conversation we're going to have today is about spreading good news and the impact that's going to have on the mental health of people all around the world because she herself has unfortunately lost many people to suicide. And we're in a time in history where there's a lot of depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and tragically, there is way too much suicide. So Alwyn is going to talk about truth and good news and how she's using these very, very simple concepts to help people change their vibration, be more positive, focus on what's good, focus on what they're in control of, change their focus around what's not good in the world to what is good in the world and help them live their very best life. So you're going to love this conversation, so please relax and enjoy my conversation with Alwyn Alternay. Hello, Alwyn. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you, Andrew. So great to be on your show. Oh, it's good to have you on the show. I mean, you've done incredible stuff. And I'm so honoured that you have agreed to chat with me and share not just about all the incredible stuff you're doing in the media space, in the publicity space, but also the incredible work you're doing in the mental health space as well. And you're helping people, aren't you? Yes, well, it's a huge issue, actually, mental health now more than ever with the whole COVID dilemma that we have been facing the last year and a half or so. It's definitely thrown a spanner in the works for a lot of people. And, you know, we know there's been more depression and more suicide rates uh, since COVID. So now more than ever, I think mental health is a really important topic to discuss. It is, absolutely. And I love that you're all about good news, which is awesome. And um, news is your thing, right? Media is your thing. You've spent decades in media. So why don't we start by just hearing a bit about the Auburn story and tell us a little bit about how it all started for you because I know you spent lots of years in media. You've done incredible stuff. You're the co-author of thousands and thousands of books. You're inspiring people on podcasts and YouTube and you're helping people get publicity for their businesses and whatever they want to get publicity for. So you're putting smiles on faces. So tell us how it all started. Thank you, Andrew. Well, actually, I was born in Sydney to Greek, Turkish and Ukrainian uh, parents and and heritage. And it's interesting because as a kid growing up, I was bullied. I never felt I belonged. I actually felt invisible there for quite some time. I never felt I was seen or heard uh, growing up in Sydney. And, you know, one thing I remember strongly from my childhood is my dad used to watch the news every single night. He would have the negative news playing not just for half an hour each night, it would be at least two hours. He would go from one news channel to the next news channel to the next news channel. Oh, and that's I bad remember news. growing up, you know, I remember one night being so upset by what I saw and I was just in tears and I remember going to my dad and saying, why are people so cruel? 
why is the world like this? And he hugged me and he said, Aldwin, he said, that's just how the world is. And so I grew up thinking that's just how the world was, that it was chaos and it was, you know, a lot of people killing each other and, you know, because 99% of mainstream media is negative news, right? And and growing up with that, also my dad always said to us, he said, anger is danger. And so I internalised my anger for many years, which led to depression. Right. Anger internalised. When you don't express your anger, it can lead to depression. Yes. And I grew up with depression. I grew up a, a very angry child with the state of the world. I thought, what's the point of even being here? And now, you know, fast forward so many years on, I've now had four friends who have taken their own lives by the age of 45. And so that's why now I am so passionate about inspiring more truth and good news because actually there's a hell of a lot of positive news out there. We just often don't see it in the mainstream media. And if if all you watch is mainstream media, then you will grow up, you'll potentially be depressed and suicidal as we've seen. And we're very fortunate now in today's day and age that we have alternative media and we have a lot of good news media out there. So we have things like the Good News Network, Sunny Skies News, news news.com.au has a good news section. We have so many positive news outlets and truth news outlets, which aren't censored as well, that you can tap into and get alternative information now to what is seen in the mainstream. You can, but why is it, Auburn, that people are just so drawn to mainstream news? I don't know why, but people, they're just, it's like a magnetic force that draws them to the Channel 9, Channel 10, whatever news, mainstream news is, they're just drawn to it. What do you think that is? Often it's because people have been conditioned to trust authority, to trust mainstream media, to trust doctors, to trust our governments. And and we've seen, you know, over the years, so much corruption with all of these things, right? And in fact, now more than ever, there's a hell of a lot of corruption coming to the surface in these areas. Also, I think that as human beings, we have... You know, we have the hindbrain. The hindbrain is a fight or flight situation with the hindbrain, right? We need to be aware of dangers. And so there's a part of us also in our psyche that as human beings, as a part of our survival, we need to be aware of potential dangers and threats, right? However, in saying that, the thing is, is of course, there's going to be dramas happening in the world. But at the same time, there's also going to be a whole lot of great stuff happening in the world. And any negative can be turned into a positive. So it's about reframing. It's about, yes, of course, we need to be aware of potential dangers. However, let's not focus on that and think that all life is that way because it's not. We have yin-yang. The yin-yang symbol says it all, right? We have the dark and the light forces. And right now it's like there's a war going on between the two forces, right? There's a war between the light and the dark. And unfortunately now, I would say over time, a lot of people have lost trust in the mainstream media. They've lost trust in our governments and mainstream media and also Facebook and YouTube. I mean, since COVID started, there's been fact checkers coming out everywhere, censoring information around 5G, around vaccinations. Why is so much information being censored if there's nothing to hide? Mm, Absolutely. And so, you know, people are really starting to question things now and we've got a whole lot of people now. There's an uprising going on. We've seen it with the protests, the freedom marches, et cetera. We've said people have had enough. We've had enough of the crap. We've had enough of the lies. We want the truth. And I always say the truth always comes out in the end. Now, Mm. it's hard to know exactly what the full truth is and the whole truth because we only can go by whatever information we have researched, right, whether it's in alternative media or in mainstream media. However, I do recommend that people also trust their gut, right, trust your gut instinct, do as much research as you can, question everything, you know, and where my mind started to change on this, a friend of mine said years ago, he said, oh, you know, 
9-11 was an inside job, don't you? I said, what do you mean 9 11s inside job? And he said, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I started to do all this research. I was blown away by the information that was not shown in mainstream media, the video footage, all this alternative information that we were not aware of. And all we saw were those planes going to the building. How many times did we see that on mainstream media? And this is what's happening is we are being brainwashed. People are being brainwashed every single day. And they're showing a great us what they want us to see. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And there's a great documentary that actually explains all of this called Out of Shadows. It had about 10 million views in the first month of coming out during COVID last year. It came out and it was censored, of course, off YouTube. You'll find it on BitChute and alternative places. Out of Shadows documentary talks about the brainwashing that happens with feature films, with media, mainstream media particularly. There's a lot of brainwashing that goes on. So having grown up with media in, in many ways, and actually I, I back to my story here at age 10, I actually featured in the media for the first time actually for table tennis. So one way I released my anger was through table tennis. My dad introduced me to the sport at eight years of age and I used to play sorry, down in Melbourne. Sorry, Orwen, I'm just smiling because when you think about releasing anger, you think about karate, you think about kung fu, you think about punching a heavy bag, you think about running. I don't really put table tennis in the category of releasing anger. It's an interesting choice, but... Sorry to interrupt Well, you. I used to beat the hell out of the ball, Andrew. I used to have this killer forehand smash and it often left a lot of bruises on people's legs when I missed the table and got their leg instead. Uh, so that was one way I used to just beat the hell out of the ball and I just released my anger physically uh, with table tennis and developed, I was known for this killer forehand smash that I had and I became very good at it. I became Australian junior table tennis champion at a very young age, interviewed by the media, Manly Daily in Sydney at age 10. Age 11, I was on Cartoon Connection on Channel 7. And I had a fascination with the media from that very young age. And then later on, I went to uh, do a media degree at Canberra University and then worked in, in TV, radio and print over the next 20 plus years right across Australia. And I love the power of the media to be able to share messages about things that upset me in the world that I wanted to help share that message about. And I thought, well, even if I can impact one person with getting this story out, then it's worth doing that. And I did work for alternative media. I did community radio. So I worked with a lot of media that there wasn't really that censorship, uh, that we had a lot of freedom of expression. Uh, when I worked with News Limited and APN newspapers, there was more censorship and there was definitely hidden agendas that was going on in the media, which I saw from working behind the scenes too, where journalists were asked to go out and get stories that were not there. And there were times that news would break and it would be on the front cover of every single newspaper that had nothing to do with that regional paper. There was syndicated news right across the board. And this is what we're seeing with COVID. We're seeing syndicated news go out, just like we saw with 9-11 and other major events that have happened in history, right? There's been, there's a pattern here that's playing out, just like the Spanish flu years ago. It's like a whole reinvention of that now. And I, you know, I do encourage people to question everything, as I say, question everything. And the beauty is now we're at a time where there's 2 million podcasts worldwide right now. Facebook only started in 2004. And now we have out of the 7.8 billion people on the planet, we have 3.8 billion active social media users and many are creating their own content. And now we have smartphones where we can capture video very easily. And now a lot of mainstream media are actually referring to social media footage and video of things like the protest, for example, to actually film on mainstream media because what's happening now is that there's a massive shortage of journalists that are in mainstream media and there's more people producing the, the news that are individuals like you and I going out and capturing some great footage that 
TV crews want to get hold of. So we are creating the news now in many ways. However, there is still a lot of censorship around certain topics that we're seeing with these fact checkers that are out there at the moment. Yeah, so a big part of what I do, Andrew, is to is to help shift our perspective because while there's always going to be negative things happening out there, as I say, there's always going to be positives as well. So what are we going to focus on? What are we going to choose to focus on and dwell on? Or what are we going to sort of look at objectively and sort of say, well, like, you know, a lot of negative news I see now and I still watch it because I want to know what's going on on, on mainstream media. I say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? And then if something feels a little bit fishy to me, I will do some more research and I will... Uh, actually, Google's not a great search engine because that's also censored. So DuckDuckGo is a great one. We've got things like Telegram. What's it called? What is it called? DuckDuckGo. As in quack, D- quack, duck? Yes, in quack, quack, duck. D-U-C-K, D-U-C-K, go, DuckDuckGo. Uh, that's a great search engine, which is not censored like Google because even with Google searches, they censor information and they'll, they'll only show you what they want to see. Uh, there's all sorts of other media out there like BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, which is like an alternative to, to YouTube. Uh, there is Brand New Tube is another one, Brand New Tube. Uh, there are so many. In fact, I have, uh, if anyone's interested, they can reach out to me and I'll give you a whole list of them. Uh, there's social networks like MeWe is, an, is one. We've got, um, oh, there's so many. There's so many out there now, alternative uh, media where people are sharing information you won't see in the mainstream media. So in line with that also, what I created in, on the 8th of the 8th, 18, I created a Good News Day. And this was actually after my fourth friend suicided and I thought I want to do something to help inspire more good news and started a good news day on 8th of the 8th. And so every 8th of the 8th, I encourage people to share good news. And during COVID, I started a global good news challenge. And that's a monthly Facebook Live challenge where people share their name, what they do, three things they're grateful for and a piece of good news. And gratitude is just so powerful for the body as a how you do life, Mental health we're talking about. When you're in gratitude, your vibration goes to about 540 megahertz. Now, the the highest vibration you'll feel is enlightenment around 700 megahertz. Gratitude and love is 540. When you get into anger and sadness, you're down at 150. Now, I do believe as individuals, it's important that we lift our own energy. We lift our energy from sadness and anger to things we can't control, particularly with COVID, for example, and shift it to love and gratitude for the challenges which are helping to make us stronger right now because there's always opportunity in every adversity and in fact during the biggest breakdowns we often have the biggest breakthroughs straight after so just hang in there stay on that roller coaster ride of life things will turn around and things can always be worse as well i mean just imagine what people went through during the war times andrew absolutely you know, yep. you know they couldn't walk outside without bombs going off or people shooting at them or you know this kind of thing thank goodness we don't have that here in australia although lately there's been some pretty horrific things happening. Yep. Uh, but, you know, things could always be worse. So let's be grateful for what we can be grateful for, for our lives, for our families, for, you know, in some ways, you know, the environment has improved through COVID. People have become more connected with their families and more appreciative of their families. Uh, we've connected with people all over the world. A lot of people have taken their business online. Their business has been booming, reaching a worldwide market now. So there's so many opportunities that have come out for a lot of people And I get also that there's others that will be really suffering as well that might have had to close their shops down and things like that. And, you know, this maybe that's a good thing, though, isn't it? It's all how you look at it. It's all about perspective. Anyway, Alwyn, wow, you've blown my mind as I knew you would. We're going to have a very quick break and then we're going to come back and dig into some of that stuff, particularly the good news 
and the vibration. Nothing like good, good, good vibrations for sure. Yes. We'll be back. Be inspired. Be engaged. Get motivated and make real change in your life and the people around you. Andrew Jobling knows how to inspire. On stage, he's riveting and engaging. Andrew is helping audiences around the world live their best life. Book him for a face-to-face or an online event. Go to andrewjobling.com.au to find out more. Auburn, that stuff you've spoken about is incredible, amazing, wonderful. And there's a few really key points in there. And I think what you talked about, about gratitude and love versus anger and sadness, you know, and there's a lot of science now. When you hear vibration, it sounds like woo-woo, right? Like, and it has sounded like woo-woo for decades, but now there's science to actually prove that one of the keys to physical longevity is mindset. It is very much, there's this very powerful research now around mind-body connection and the impact of our emotional state on our immune system, on our DNA, on our brain health. So all the stuff you're talking about, that gratitude and focusing on good news, the problem with mainstream media is as soon as we watch it we watch all the stuff that we don't want we don't like and it creates fear and it creates anxiety and uncertainty and that takes us down into depression into anxiety which is obviously going to have a negative impact not just on our the way we feel on our interactions with people but on our physical well-being so what you're saying is incredibly powerful and it's something i've been talking about for a long time but here's the dilemma There's so much information. You mentioned 2 million podcasts. You reeled off all these different platforms that are now doing alternative news, and that's awesome. What do we believe? I think the reality is that as an individual, we have to make the right choices. It's so easy to look at the 3.7 billion social media users and you look at Facebook and there's a constant feed of all sorts of stuff and there's a lot of positive stuff, don't get me wrong. There's also a lot of rubbish. The same on Instagram, the same on LinkedIn, the same on TikTok. We're bombarded. And if we allow ourselves to get pulled from side to side and go with opinions and whether it's a conspiracy theory or whether it's real or 9-11 or COVID or whatever it is, all that stuff is out of our control. So this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask you, Alwyn. With all the noise... All the, this great noise, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is great noise. I mean, people listening to this, this is good noise. And there's other good noise, but there's a lot of bad noise. How do we know? How do we take control of our thoughts? How do we take control of what we focus on and what we're in control of so that we are not swayed by all the noise and we're not dragged along by the opinions of the world? There you go. Try and answer that question. Great question there, Andrew. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I come back to your gut, come back to the gut feeling. Now, when I first heard about COVID, I knew in my gut something was not right. Before I looked at any other information other than mainstream media, I just knew in my gut something was not right about this. Now, since that, I have I have researched a whole lot of different information uh, by scientists, by doctors, by, you know, a whole lot of different people out there online. And I have made up more opinions from that information. However, the thing is most people are unconscious to how they do life and they're unconscious, they don't realise they're actually being brainwashed. 
And if you're seeing the same information in the media again and again and again, and right now we're seeing a massive, everyone's got to get back so we can open up Australia again, right? That's what they're saying. Meanwhile, people are dying from the jab in Sydney. Year 12 student just died the other day, the next day after the jab. This is not being reported in the mainstream media, right? So, you know, you've got to ask the question. These fact checkers that are censoring information about 5G, all these 5G towers went up during lockdown. Well, isn't that interesting? And, you know, we're not talking about you know, what the side effects of these 5G towers are. Now, I had a video that I did on my balcony in Southport on the Gold Coast. I interviewed a guy who had a, he had a, a meter reading thing that showed the radiation levels of 5G. He said, oh, he said, 5G towers just gone up the end of your street during lockdown, which I wasn't aware of because the week before it wasn't there and then it was there. And he said, now the safe levels on this meter are two. And it was going over 20. It was this, And I did an interview on my balcony with this guy with his reader and that got taken off YouTube. Fact checkers took that video off YouTube saying it's not correct. Well, I saw it because I interviewed the guy and it was right here. And why was that censored, right? And this is just, this is just one small example. And so how do you know what to believe? Well, I, you know, I believe the guy that was here on my balcony with the meter reading, right? I believe that. And I believe scientists and doctors that have been saying, even the guy that started... But one of the guys that founded the vaccine is saying you should never take it. And yet, you know, I mean, this is a whole other conversation, right? People, you know, let's not go into a whole vaccine debate. No, let's not. going to say, you know, conspiracy theory. And, and even the term conspiracy theory was created by the CIA in the 1950s to mock anyone who spoke against the government. Now, in my heritage, Andrew, I have my great grandparents were Ukrainians. They were actually Kulaks. And when Stalin took over in the early 1900s, took over uh, the Ukraine attorney communists, they eradicated the Kulaks as a class, which were basically rich landowners. They were farmers. My great grandparents were hung out the front of their property one hour outside of Kiev on their farm, minus 20 degrees outside. They were killed because they stepped up in life. Meanwhile, their son was in another part of the Ukraine. He started to speak up against the government. And now his friends came to him and said, you better get out of here. Now the government's men are coming to kill you for speaking up against the government. He ran away to Turkey, met my dad's mum, who was Greek. It's amazing I'm even here to tell the story. So I have in my heritage, in my DNA, and we all have scientifically proven the DNA of seven generations. I have people that were killed for stepping up and that were running for their life for speaking up. And here I am helping people speak up and step up. So I say, come back to your gut. You will know if you tap in to your inner feelings and resources, as well as do your own research as well. But I knew immediately, and I've been doing a lot of inner work. I've been doing a lot of meditation, tapping into my feeling, because we're so much more powerful than we realize, Andrew. We only use 10% of our brain, they say. We are so much more powerful and so much more infinite. We are spiritual beings in human bodies, right? We are, we are so powerful. And what's happening right now is we have a war going on. It's like World War III between the light forces and the dark forces. And anyone who knows about Revelations and the Mark of the Beast, just do a bit of research there. This has been known. It's been planned out for a long time. Agenda 21, Agenda 30 to depopulate to 500 million. It is happening. It's unfolding before our eyes. And what's happening too now is there is an uprising of the people. The people have had enough. So we are seeing a massive shakeup happening in the world. And it starts with the individual. It starts with you doing your own research and doing what you feel is right. Definitely question everything. Question everything. Look at BitChute. BitChute has some very interesting videos on there you will not see elsewhere, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. Look at BitChute. There's so many different Facebook groups also out there where people are sharing all sorts of alternative information by scientists, by doctors around what's going on at the moment. 
And as they say, if you really want to know what's going on, follow the money trail. Well, the vaccine makers stand to make billions of dollars from these vaccines, right? And isn't it interesting it's being pushed on everyone right now? And isn't it interesting there's actually been more people die and more more side effects of people that have had the jab versus those that haven't. However, you won't see that in the mainstream media. Orwin, I can see how passionate you are about this. I love it. (laughs) But the thing about this whole vaccine for me, they're going to make it compulsory and I tell you what, they're going to fight very hard to put a jab into my body, that's for sure. Why don't they make compulsory healthy eating? Why don't they make exercise compulsory? Why don't they make taking vitamin supplements compulsory? Why don't they make positive mindset classes compulsory? And I'll tell you why, because there's no money in it for them. Because at the end of the day, I feel I'm vaccinated without a jab. You know, I eat well, I'm a positive thinker, I love my life, I trust God, I'm vaccinated. And again, as you said, we're not going to get into a vaccine debate, but we're having a conversation, you and I, there might be some people listening to our conversation and they'll have their own opinions and we're not trying to upset anyone, we're not trying to offend anyone. What we're saying is this, you're in control of your life. We are in control of our destiny. And I think the big issue old one is that people feel like they're out of control. They feel like they've had control taken from them. Okay, so you've got to wear a mask. That's not control being taken from you. Okay, so we're in lockdown in Melbourne and Sydney. That's not control taken from you. You still have choice. You still get to choose what you eat. You get to choose what you think. You get to choose what you create. You get to choose what you believe. You get to choose the actions that you take, how you react, how you respond, how you relate to people, how you communicate, what you do, what you give, the impact you have. I think the message, and I'm loving what you're saying, Alwyn, and I want people to really hear this, you're not out of control. We're not. You're in control. You are in control no matter what is going on around the world, no matter what they're saying in the news, no matter what's being told you can do and you can't do, you're in control of your life. And I think, you know, what you're talking about, find the truth. I want to talk now about good news because the rate of suicide is ridiculous. The rate of depression, anxiety, it's heartbreaking. And I'm sad because I think people have lost sight of the fact that they are in control of their destiny and they've given up that control. So let's talk about good news. How do we help people that can't find good news in their lives? How do we help them do that? Yeah, great question. Well, you know, it's good news that we are here and we are alive right now. Yes, it is. Talking right now. It's good news that we have technology right now that we can communicate with people. It's good news that we have our families. We have a beautiful place to live in. Australia, even with all the dramas happening lately, it's still a beautiful place. The world is still beautiful. There's so many things that we can be grateful for, which is actually all good news. It doesn't have to be major groundbreaking news to be good news. You know, and and just shifting your state to a place of gratitude is good news. When you wake up in the morning and focus on you've had a bed to sleep on for the night, you've had a blanket, you've got a roof over your head. There's so many things that we can be grateful for. And it immediately shifts your energy from a low vibration to a high vibration, which then puts you back in control of your life, no matter what else is happening out there. When you raise your vibration back to the megahertz, 540 megahertz for love and gratitude, The more you can raise your vibration and lift your energy, the more you will light up those around you and give those around you permission to do that. And this is part of what the Global Good News Challenge is about. 
You know, it's one thing when you write down what you're grateful for or think about what you're grateful for. It's a whole other thing when you speak it out. And, you know, having gratitude practices are a fantastic thing to do. Something I do when I hop into the ocean. I love swimming in the beach. And yeah, the- Oh, when you're in Queensland, I'm in Victoria. I'm not going yes, for a okay. swim anywhere near the beach. I'm no, going for okay, a swim in my enough. bathtub, right? Fair enough. Well, even in, you know, if you're in a bathtub or in the spa or something like that, you know, whatever it is that gives you joy, even having a hot shower, uh, whatever it is, you know, you could create a gratitude practice. So one thing I do when I go under the waves in the ocean, I think of something I'm grateful for every time I go under a wave. So you may be having a shower. You could create a practice around every time you feel the water trickle down your neck, for example, you might think of something you're grateful for, right? It's, it could be the smallest things as having these little triggers to remind yourself of all the things we can be grateful for because it's very easy to focus on the negatives. It's very easy to sort of pinpoint the one or two things we don't like that are happening in the world and to create monsters out of that, whereas there's so much we can be grateful for. I mean, I think, you know, whenever I get into depression or really low spots, I think about Nick Wojcik, a guy in Sydney who's got no arms and no legs and he's one of the most inspiring speakers I have ever seen. There's so many people that are doing it tougher than us. Yep. And you know, we, we often think that we're doing it tough and we become our own worst enemies in many ways. And this is where our mind set or mind shift and how we are conscious in life, you know, getting conscious to where we're unconscious is so, so important. And, you know, I've done a lot of personal development work, Andrew. I used to be actually quite shy once upon a time and I used to take things to heart whenever anyone was nasty. And then I heard the term hurt people hurt people. Right? And then I realized it's actually not about me at all. It's actually, you know, people who are dumping their crap on you, it's because they're hurting. So just send them love and compassion. I have my little love heart that I carry around with me. Lovely. Send them love and compassion. Anyone that's being nasty right now, you just send them love. It doesn't mean you need to hang out with those people. Just send them love yep. and come back to what you can control, which is you, which is you as a sovereign being. You are one in a billion just by being born. You've beaten a billion swimmers to get to the finish line. And there's a reason you're here. There's a reason you're listening to this right now. Okay. And so what is that for you? So what is your purpose? People might be thinking, well, what is my purpose? And, and they, this is part of why people get depressed because they're lost, because yeah. they don't have a purpose. And part of why they don't have a purpose, what Bob Proctor talks about this, he's got a great video online about this. How do you find your purpose? What you do is you do what you love as much as you can every single day. Do what you love. What is it that brings you joy? What is it that lights you up? You know, it could be writing poetry. It could be singing. It could be dancing. It could, there's so much we can do in lockdown, right? Yep. It could be getting creative, cooking a nice meal. There's so much we can do that can bring us joy. What is it for you? What brings you joy? Do as much of that as possible. And that is good news. This is like, I've wanted to play my ukulele for years. You know, ukulele is something now I have more time on my hands. I can learn more of the ukulele, right? So there's so much we can do maybe that we've been putting off in the past with the, I don't have time for that. Now people have a lot of time on their hands. So now you can do things maybe that you've wanted to do for a while or maybe learn how to sing or learn learn a new instrument or learn learn to do something new. There's so much that we can do in life yes, and so awesome. much we can experience. And we often play small games because we think, oh, no, I can't sing or I can't do that or I can't, right? So just notice the conversations you're having with yourself Give that love to yourself as well. Another great tip is to look at yourself in the mirror, look at yourself in the eyes and say, I love you. I truly, truly love you. Exactly as you are, exactly as you're not. Accept and love yourself exactly as you are. Everything has brought you to this point. 
and all the challenges make us stronger, right? So it's just constantly reframing. Whenever you notice a negative thought coming up, reframe to a positive. There's I love it. always the yin-yang of life. There's always the light with every darkness. Oh, I love it. Alwyn, I'm going to just stop you for a sec because I can see you're on a roll. We're going to come back after a quick break and continue on because this is powerful, powerful, amazing stuff. Thanks so much. We'll be back. Running a personal training or group fitness business usually means hours organizing bookings, answering missed messages, and chasing payments until you discover the Fiddy Trainer app. Fiddy becomes the heart of your fitness business by driving your sales. Fiddy gets you paid faster, helps maintain your clients, and simplifies arranging bookings by automating everything. Let Fiddy focus on your business health so you can focus on your clients. Visit fiddy.com to download or schedule a live demo. There was just so much in that. Or when I'm just watching you talk and some people are listening to this on a podcast so they can't see your face. And if they're watching the YouTube, they'll see you and see the passion. I mean, you've got your virtual background. It's almost like, I don't know if you can see yourself at the moment, but your body's not there. It's like you're a floating head. Right, because of your see-through, because of your virtual background, it almost looks like you're an apparition. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's, it's hilarious. But, I mean, I love that. You know, all those things you spoke about, the gratitude thing. I've written a blog and I've done a couple of radio interviews and I call it the three Gs. And because I was on a Gold Coast station every Monday, I do Juice FM. You've probably heard of Juice FM. I love Juice. Yeah. The good on news radio. Mental Health Monday. So every Monday I jump on with Elena and Jody and have a chat. And Elena asked me a couple of weeks ago, she said, so tough time for people. And I think this is when Queensland were in lockdown. What do you suggest? And I just said the three Gs. And I said, and this is going to echo pretty much exactly what you just said, Orwin. said so the three Gs, the first one's gratitude. Now, there's always something to be grateful for. It's easy to be grateful for when things are going well, right? But when there's adversity, how can you find gratitude in adversity? And I think that's a powerful one. The second one was G was giving. When we're struggling, who can you help? And you talked about compassion. You talked about hurting people hurt people. Wow, wouldn't it be awesome to just give a word of encouragement or a word of love to someone, even if they're rude to you? Mm. Now, that's counterintuitive for a lot of people, but I would challenge people, if someone's rude to you, it's probably because they're anxious, scared, going through something tough. Show them some compassion and see how they respond to that. They're not the mean, bullying, angry people that they may come across as. They're just in pain. And the third G is grow. Grow yourself, grow some part of your life, get creative, grow your self-esteem. You said all that stuff. Go out and write a book or start a podcast or build something or paint something or grow something in your garden. Or mm. There's so much we can do that we're in control of. And the second we take our focus off all the stuff that we don't like, that we don't want, that we can't do, that's been taken from us, and we put the focus on what we are in control of, things will change dramatically. Yes. Very much so. The other really, I think the thing you said, we talked about purpose. Now, you said a billion, and I use the same analogy, I think the number changed, how many sperm there are that race off in pursuit of fertilizing that one egg. Yes. Whatever the number is, no matter how many hundreds of millions of sperm, I always like to say this to people. Now, that's just in one act, okay? So when we think about our existence, one sperm in a billion, and that was us. That's me. That's you. That's everyone, right? If you're listening to this, you are one in a billion. But then I like to get people to think about what are the chances of your parents meeting? Think about the mm. odds of your parents meeting. Now, think about the odds, the one in a billion odds of each of your parents being born. 
then think about the odds of your grandparents mating. If you were to try and calculate the odds of your existence, your head would explode. Therefore, in my mind, it's not luck. It's not chance. Mm. There's no accidents. We're all here for a purpose. It has to be. There can be no other explanation for me sitting here having this conversation with you, Aldwin. I'm here for a purpose and my purpose, I know what my purpose is, as you do, that is to inspire people, to help people with the stuff we're talking about. Mm. So I think what you said is do what you love. I think that's awesome. But where I find a lot of people find their purpose is there's one area I'd say purpose has a face. So it's often someone that we care about or people that we care about. It might be your own face. It might be the faces of people you don't even know. It might be the faces of your family. The other thing is obviously people that have some sort of adversity in their life use that as a platform to stand on to help people. Who was the guy that you spoke about in the wheelchair? Uh, Nick Wojcik. Nick Wojcik. Nick yeah, Wojcik. I've, I've heard of like Nick. Butchichik, Butchichik. Nick, if you look up no, guy with no arms, no legs, Nick, you'll find him. Yeah, and I mean now he, he inspires people as a result of his adversity. There's so many incredible people and I've spoken to a lot of them on podcasts. Deborah Stathis, a lady that's been in a car accident, she totally smashed in her face and now she's transformed her life and she teaches people about overcoming trauma. You know, there's a lady, Stacey Kopass. You may have heard of Stacey. She's an amazing, amazing lady. Yeah, Died from Nepal at the age of eight years old and became a quadriplegic and now she teaches resilience as a result of that. So I think the other thing we can look at is when things are tough in our life, how we negotiate that gives us now a platform to help other people going through the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I love what you're saying. There's a great saying that says there's no greater purpose than being of service. And, you know, it's not about the number of times we fall over, it's the number of times we get back up, right, like toddlers. You know, toddlers fall over about a 1,000 times before they, you know, or babies do before they learn to walk, right? Imagine if we gave up after the first time, right? None of us would be walking right now, <laughs> So, you know, it's just about how quickly we negotiate that, how quickly we can come through it. And, you know, I used to get to, when I used to get depression years ago, I would stay there for months at a time. And, you know, I still had my dark moments sometimes. Sometimes I cry uncontrollably. Sometimes I get so angry it just comes out in tears. Uh, you know, I'm still not the type of person to yell at people. However, I think a good scream in the forest is probably tantrum, a good idea. Have a tantrum every now yeah. and then. You need a tantrum. Let it yeah, out. Yeah. I think a tantrum is a great idea as long as it's not directed at someone else because, no. you know, I think it's important to um, be but respectful. Do a tantrum in the privacy of your own house. You can stomp and stamp and cry and swear as much as you like but then get over it and get on with yes. finding yes. the good news. So, so, you know, letting those emotions out I think is really important as well because, you know, there's, there's a trap with gratitude that it's, you know, it's not realistic to be grateful and happy all the time. And, you know, we, we look on social media and we see all these happy people and, yeah. and some people compare themselves with others and, and think, yeah. oh, well, their life's better than mine, et cetera. However, you know, it's, it is always going to be ups and downs, like the roller coaster ride of life. I say sometimes we're going to feel like we're right at the top of the roller coaster. Other times we're going to feel right down the bottom. Other times we're going to feel like we're going round and round in circles. Other times we're going to feel like we're going backwards. And sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. And, you know, a huge thing here is meditation. Every successful person I know meditates. And that is tapping into that inner tuition, that intuition, that spirit within us that is there. And, and often we get disconnected from our internal strength. A lot of people don't realise how strong they are 
on the inside. And I know for myself, I used to actually be scared of being alone. I used to go from one thing to the next thing to the next because I had depression and I thought, well, I could self-harm. I was, I was scared of being alone. And then the more meditation I did, the more I became okay with who I was and how I was and started to appreciate that more and more, the more I was okay with being alone. There's a big difference between being alone and being lonely. And, you know, having that inner strength and knowing that you're here for a reason and you are lifting people up or you're bringing them down, depending on your energy in any moment, and it is a moment-by-moment choice, a day-by-day choice, and, you know, you can choose whether you want to lift your own energy, which will then lift the energy of those around, the beautiful ripple effect, or if you want to feel miserable and depressed, you will then bring the energy down. And so just getting conscious to how we're doing life in any moment. And if you're feeling disempowered, you know, maybe just take a break. I mean, I actually went into a depression on Friday, Andrew. It's the first time in a long time I went into this really dark space and I slept it off. And by the next day I was okay again. I shared about that on social media. I had hundreds of people reach out to me and say they could relate. You know, there's a lot of really heavy emotions happening at the yeah. moment, right? And it's important that we also talk about those things, oh, absolutely. you know, because no one's perfect. No one's and perfect. We- and I think, sorry to interrupt, I think the mistake a lot of people make, particularly podcast hosts and authors and speakers, that they've got it all together and we don't. Like, you no. mean, that's a beautiful admission. Every morning I wake up and there's a level of anxiety. Every morning and it's been there for a long time. Now it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. But for me, I get up and I exercise and then I pray. Rarely do I feel like exercising when I wake up in the morning, but I get up and I do it anyway. And as soon as I've exercised and I've prayed, I feel ready to rock. I'm clear. Everything that seemed so hard when I woke up doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. The things I couldn't find a solution for, all of a sudden there's a solution. It's there. You've just got to clear your mind. You've got to have some sort of rhythm routine that will get you out of that dark place. It's okay to be there. And I think it's important for people to understand that's okay. You're human. We're all human. We're all going to go through it. But you don't want to stay there. So, Auburn, what I'd, I'd love you to tell yeah. us now is, I mean, you've got your Global Good News Challenge because I think some of this stuff you're talking about is wonderful for people that are going through cycles of darkness in their life and they need. we all need a way to get us out. It's okay to be there. It's okay to spend a short amount of time there. It's okay to have your tantrum and swear and yell and be a bit miserable, but please don't allow yourself to spiral. Have your little moment and then find good news. So how do people find your good news challenge? How do they reach out to you? Give us some final hints and tips for people and then how you can help them. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, yes, the Global Good News Challenge happens every single month. It happens on. It starts on the first Monday of every month and the challenge lasts as long as whatever number month it is. So, for example, September, we have a nine-day challenge that starts on the first Monday of the month. And you can start your challenge anytime between the first day to the last day of that. So you can ch- start just nine Facebook Lives, sharing your name, what you do, three things you're grateful for, and a piece of good news. Now, all the details are on Facebook. They're on the Global Good News Challenge Facebook page pinned to the top of the page. People can either do a challenge on their personal profile or in the Loving Life group, which we've got about 1,600 members in there in the Loving Life group. As long as you hashtag Global Good News Challenge on your post, we will then share that into the Global Good News Challenge Facebook page. We'll share it into A Loving Life if you've done it on your personal profile. And we will add you to a private group we have called Global Good News Challenge. And you can hang out with other Good News Crusaders and we have extra inspiration in there as well. So we'll add you for free to that. 
And it's all about sharing the love, lifting your energy. And it's amazing. You know, a lot of people actually getting business from this, believe it or not. They're sharing their gratitude and then they share some good news about their business or about a client or something they're doing. And so people are actually So it's a bit of publicity as well. Yeah, well, it's great publicity as well. It wasn't it wasn't designed that way. It was designed to lift the energy on the planet. However, amazingly, what happens when you give, it's the law of reciprocity, you're yep. giving gratitude. Whenever you give gratitude, it will come back. You give you give one element, it will come back ten times, right? Yep. And if you give negative, it'll come back ten times negative as well. So this is also important. Put out to good give. stuff. Yeah. Put out so, good news, everybody, exactly. or else it's gonna come back and bite exactly. you in the butt. And- and most people do their challenges in about three minutes. It, it doesn't take a lot of time. The biggest issue for people is just getting over their fear of being on camera. And, you know, there are options if they want to work with me to get over their fears. We can do that as well. Everything is listed in Eventbrite. I do recommend people follow me in Eventbrite and then you'll get all our event updates. We also do a Mass Media Tribe event every month where we have different marketing speakers. That's another free event online. I do a free publicity secrets masterclass for four hours where I teach people exactly how to get free publicity in online and offline media. And we've just launched a new Star Maker masterclass as well as a physical event on the Gold Coast that people can actually purchase the recording as well for that. And that is teaching people how to present and produce videos like a superstar. So we're doing ongoing events all the time. And all those links you can find on Linktree. If you go Linktree forward slash Aldwin has all my social media links or follow me on Eventbrite and you'll get all the event updates as well. Wow, that's awesome. Alwyn, we've packed plenty into this conversation. That's for sure. My head's spinning a little bit. So thank you so (laughs) much for sharing so generously and openly. It's been wonderful. And I know you've inspired many, many people to find good news, find gratitude, take control of their life. And no matter what's happening, that they're okay. Have a tantrum. Get it out yes. of your system. Have a cry. Have a sore. Have a stomp. But then look for good and you will always find it. So, Alwyn, thank you so much yes. for your time and uh, look forward to seeing the wonderful ripple effect you are creating. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's been an absolute pleasure. And please, for those that are listening to this, if you are feeling down, just get that you're not alone. Please reach out. There's always people there to support you if you are feeling down. And always come back to gratitude to shift your energy in a moment-by-moment, day-by-day decision. You are in control of your being, of yourself, of your life. And also I recommend tap into intuition. Have faith that we will get through this. And I 100% believe that we will. We're going through a time that's a bit challenging, but we will come out the other side. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Awesome. Thanks, Alwyn. (laughs) Thank you, Andrew. What an incredible conversation that was with Alwyn. She is a passionate, feisty, absolutely high-energy person who's making a massive difference all around the world with her good news challenge, with some of the thoughts. She's shaking things up a little bit, that's for sure. But I love that. I love the fact that we need to be shaken up. We need to not just believe everything we hear on mainstream media. We need to use our own thinking our own brain but most importantly we need to take control of our own lives and not allow someone else to do that and i think Alwyn's given us some amazing ideas and strategies to help us take control live our very best life and focus on good news and gratitude loved it get that vibration up get yourself vibrating kids there's lots of ways to find Alwyn. check the notes in the podcast because i can't remember all the stuff she said 
So I'll put links in the podcast notes so you can click on those links and you can find her if you want to take part in any of the stuff that she's doing, which I certainly encourage you to do. Thanks so much to Pietro and the team at Fiddy for everything they are doing. Fiddy is an app and it's an app for personal trainers to help them get more clients and manage more clients, but it's also an app for people that want to get fit and find a great personal trainer to help them do that. So please find Fiddy and get yourself moving. I want to thank them for helping me spread my message and create a wave of wellness all around the world. Another week down and another incredible conversation as they always are. So I look forward to being back with you next week with another amazing, amazing guest and hope that you will not just join me, but you will get other people to join me because we together can have a massive impact all around the world. My name's Andrew Jobling. This is the Wellness Puzzle Podcast. <laughs>